Hey guys, welcome back to the GOAT Podcast. Have Monica Teske back with me here. We're going to get right into it. All right. Atlanta Falcons, NFC South, beginning with them. Atlanta Falcons signed Taylor Heineke to a two-year deal worth up to $20 million. Wide receiver Mac Hollins, a one-year, $2.5 million deal. Keith Smith, fullback signed. Tight end Jonu Smith was acquired in a trade uh, with the New England Patriots for a seventh-round pick this year. Kayla McGarry re-signed a three-year, $35 million contract. Chris Lindstrom re-signed a five-year, $105 million extension. Wow. Jermaine Effetti signed a extension. Edge Lorenzo Carter signed an extension. David Onyemeta signed a three-year, $35 million deal. That includes $24.5 million guaranteed. Linebacker Caden Ellis signed a three-year, $21.5 million deal that includes $11 million guaranteed. Cornerback Mike Hughes signed a one-year deal. Safety Jesse Bates signed a four-year, $64 million deal. Includes $23 million in year one. Yikes. Defensive back Cornell Armstrong and Bradley Pinion. My love it. I, I would guess I would have to say that they kept their offensive line intact. My leave it, there is no way I'm signing Jesse Bates to a four-year deal or Caden Ellis to a three-year deal. That was absurd. I know in our NFC, recap, NFC South recap episode where we kind of talked about the teams, I think I said something about the Falcons being a very old team. And honestly, all of this is a leave it. They're not helping their age. Not a big fan. All right, let's see here. Carolina Panthers. Look at that. Under two minutes. Hey. Carolina Panthers. Andy Dalton. Okay. Running back Miles Sanders. Four-year, $25 million deal. Why? Wide receiver DJ Chark. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Uh, wide receiver Adam Thielen. A three-year deal, $25 million. Adam Thielen, by the way, came out and said, we can win the Super Bowl. Um, optimistic much? Yeah. Tight end Hayden Hurst comes over from the Bengals to a three-year, $21.75 million deal. Offensive guard Justin McCray signs a deal with the Panthers. Bradley Bozeman re-signs a center. Shy Tuttle, defensive lineman, signed a three-year, $19.5 million deal. Uh, defensive line Deshaun Williams signed a contract. Safety Von Bell. Uh, he signs a deal with the Panthers. He was with the Bengals. And then Eddie Pinero re-signed uh, to your deal. I guess my favorite signing would be DJ Chark. Um, I do think that's a good signing. I was kind of surprised that they traded away um, DJ Moore. DJ Moore. Uh, so they got DJ Chark instead of DJ Moore. The, keeping, keeping the DJ. The signing that I would like second most, I guess, would be Thielen, uh, just because he can – still play, and I, I think they're not going to require him to be the guy. Terrace Marshall is going to be the guy opposite of DJ Chark, and Thielen will play on the outside. Marshall is going to work in the slot, I think, and just destroy people. The signing I hate the most is Miles Sanders. Yeah. I, I don't – for a team that's so good on defense, I don't really like these defensive signings that much. I – not a huge fan of what they're doing. Also, feel like they're stacking slot receiver on slot receiver on slot receiver. Terrace Marshall should definitely be be in the slot, but I don't necessarily like what they're doing there either. This team is a hot mess, but they will be entertaining. Absolutely, Saints. 
quarterback Derek Carr, uh, quarterback Jameis Winston, uh, running back Jamal Williams, wide receiver Michael Thomas, tight end Jawan Johnson, offensive tackle Storm Norton, defensive end Tano something. <laughs> Sorry, Tano. I know you're listening. Forgive me. Uh, defensive tackle Malcolm Roach, defensive tackle Kalen Saunders, defensive lineman Nathan Shepard, cornerback Lonnie Johnson Jr., defensive back Jonathan Abram. That guy's been a bust. Defensive back JT Gray and punter Blake Gilkin. Least favorite signing, Michael Thomas, but they had to. They had to. They 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 are in salary cap, you know, the basement. Like they yeah. are in the worst possible place. They lost the key. They're locked in the basement. And every year, the best they can do is dig a tiny hole so more air can come in. That's it. The my leave it is Jonathan Abram. What are they trying to do? Are they trying to resurrect Bounding Gate? Yeah, that would be kind of funny. Though. What on earth? Not, well, not, <laughs> it wouldn't be funny that they were trying to resurrect Bounding Gate. It would be funny, though, if all of a sudden they were back in the news cycle for that because it's like, did you learn? The guy is a – oh, he's a headhunter. He's been – I can't believe that they went there. But also, um, I was thought it was really funny that the team is called the Saints had a scandal like the Bounding Gate. They're definitely yeah. not Saints. I think they will probably luck into winning the division because this division is not good, but they are not a good team. My love it is Jamal Williams. I love that pickup for them. Mark Ingram's getting old. He's not going to really be able to do it anymore. Perfect, perfect pickup to replace Mark Ingram. I think Jawan Johnson's my love it. He really had a good year last year with un, you know, uh, an unstable quarterback room. And I think if he has a stability there this year, we know Derek Carr loves throwing to tight end as an option because of yeah. Darren Waller. Yeah. And I think Jawan Johnson has the skill set to be like that. Not not the same player, but the skill set. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the New Orleans Saints. Finally, in the NFC South, you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Baker Mayfield signs a one-year deal. Who was it that predicted that the Baker Mayfield would go to the Buccaneers? Do you remember that? We did on the GOAT podcast. Hey, yes. guys, we really should have some credit there, and I'm not trying to toot a horn. I'm just trying to say. But toot toot. <laughs> this, this, is a, this is a thing where we do have a pulse on this. Yes. We do kind of know. We have also made a bunch of mishaps, too. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to have to sing the praises every now and then. Uh, running back Chase Edmonds signed a one-year deal. Defensive tackle Greg Gaines. Linebacker Levante David re-signed. That surprised me. That one um, is a little surprising. Edge Anthony Nelson and cornerback Jamal Dean re-signed on a four-year deal. Love it. I like Baker Mayfield. It's a low-risk, high-reward. Either he's great or he's trash. Leave it, Levante David. Um, Devin White should be your guy. Yeah, the, my leave it is Levante David. I think that they are dealing with the wrong linebacker. I agree on that. I actually kind of like the Chase Edmonds signing. Personally, I can't really put a finger on it. It's just a feeling, but I I like Chase Edmonds there. AFC South. Here we go. Cornerback Case Keenum went to the Houston Texans, as well as running backs Mike Boone, Devin Singletary. Wide receivers Noah Brown and Robert Woods, and tight ends Andrew Beck and Dalton Schultz. Offensive tackle Laramie Tunsil signed an extension. That is massive. Three years, $75 million. He negotiated wow. that himself, by the way. Uh, no no, uh, no agent. Offensive guard wow. Shaq Mason was acquired in a trade. They received a seventh-round pick from the Bucks in exchange for a sixth-rounder and Shaq Mason. 
Wow. Um, <laughs> Tell me you don't value him without telling me yeah. you don't value him. Center Scott Questenberry signed with them again, re-signed. Edge Jace Winovich signed with the Texans. Defensive linemen's uh, Sheldon Rankins and Hassan Ridgeway signed contracts with them. Linebackers Corey Littleton and Denzel Perryman. Cornerback Tavarier Thomas and safeties MJ Stewart and Jimmy Ward. How many of these players used to be on the Rams? Seemed like a little bit. They're, it's like they're trying to resurrect the Super Bowl Rams team here. Mm-hmm. I guess my love it would be Laramie Tunsil. He's been really good for them. Yeah. I, I seriously have the conspiracy theory that he leaked that footage of him before the draft to fall. Like, I uh, don't think he wanted to go where he was projected to go. And that video came out of him doing something he should not have been doing. Right. And then he fell. And I have all the conspiracy theory in the world that he did that on purpose. That was interesting. But that's my love it. My leave it. There's a lot. The Texans do not know what they're doing. and It's like they're just throwing darts to see what happens. But I'll say my leave it is Devin Singletary. That one, it breaks my heart. I mean, you remember mm-hmm. I was, I've was i been talking about Devin Singletary since he was in college. I loved Devin Singletary. And he's just not been getting a fair shake in the NFL. And he's and, not going to get one now because Damian Pierce is their guy in Houston. He's the guy. Yeah. He's way too good to be Mike Boone. Damian Pierce, Devin Singletary. Mm-hmm. Devin Singletary is third string in that, and that's not fair. That's not fair at all. I don't like that at all. Texans do pick second overall. They might need they might need to be bargain bin diving a little bit because they are going to have a huge contract to pay a rookie quarterback again. Indianapolis Colts. They pick fourth overall. And I'm telling you guys, I could be wrong here, and I'm not trying to act like just because I said Baker Mayfield will go to the Buccaneers and now I'm get getting everything right. But the Colts are surprisingly quiet. Listen there's, to this. There's something something going on there. Yeah. Cornerback Gardner quarterback Gardner Minshew signed a full year, you know, fully guaranteed one year three million dollar deal, three and a half million. Max value of five and a half with incentives. Wide receivers Isaiah McKenzie and Ashton Doolin. Defensive lineman Taven Bryan. Edge Samson Ebucam signed a three year twenty seven million dollar deal. That's their biggest signing. Edge, Tyquan Lewis re-signed a one-year deal. EJ Speed re-signed a two-year, $9 million deal. And Matt Gay signed a four-year, $22.5 million deal. I'm telling you, Monica, I would not be surprised. Rich Eisen pointed this out on his show, and I thought it was a brilliant point I hadn't thought of. And I mentioned on the podcast before. Uh Uh-huh. The team that does go after Lamar, if they did choose to do that, does not have to do it before this draft is over. Mm -hmm. Should they choose... To not go after Lamar prior to the draft, they then have the right to go and sign him after the draft for the next two first-round picks that their team owns. Mm -hmm. If I'm the Indianapolis Colts, I sign Gardner Minshew as a nice insurance policy just in case. Right. I would not take a quarterback at four if I didn't have to. I would take Will Anderson, mm-hmm. beef up that defense some more. I would come back in the second round and take the best player available offensively or defensively, and I would rinse, lather, repeat for the next two rounds until round five, and then I would go 
just absolute need at that point, trying to fill certain needs. Mm-hmm. And then I would call up Lamar Jackson and I would say, what was the number that you wanted? $180 million guaranteed? Deal. And the Ravens, I do not think, are going to match that. No. They would be dumb to match that. That's the, what I really believe is possible. The Colts have the Colts. a decent amount of calf space too, don't yeah. they? Um, I, I believe so. If you want to look that up, we could get the number for sure. Yeah. My love it is Gardner Minshew. I do think that's a good signing. It's it's nice because even if they do end up signing, you know, drafting a quarterback, they don't have to give him the reins if they don't want to, mm-hmm. which is important because you're talking at four, Anthony Richardson, Levis, or Hendon Hooker. Yeah. Because somebody, I believe, will leapfrog to three. There will be a team. Washington could do it. Someone will leapfrog to three and get their guy, and then you're left with the fourth. And they fifth have about option. $12 million in cap space-ish. Well, and so, I wonder how much of that. Hmm. People uh, don't really remember this, I don't believe, but the Browns were out on Deshaun Watson and did not have the salary cap space before they offered him a fully guaranteed $250 million deal. Mm-hmm. So it's possible. Someone it will is. just go get a check out of escrow or something and, and yeah. do it that way, but... My love it is that. And I like EJ Speed re-signing on a two-year deal. Uh, Shaquille Leonard now. It used to be Darius Leonard, but Shaquille Leonard, I think, is his name now. Mm-hmm. He's done. He, he's too injury prone. Yeah. EJ Speed and um, Zaire Franklin mm-hmm. are the guys. And I think they're going to do really well. That's my love it and leave it. I, I will say this could go love it or leave it depending on what they do with number four pick. Taven Bryan. I do... I think it's a decent pickup if they get someone to help him. Yeah. Um, but if he's just there by himself, it's not going to do them any good. I really like Isaiah McKenzie. I think that was a pretty solid pickup. I like that for them. Jacksonville Jaguars signed quarterback C.J. Beathard to a contract extension. They signed running back Dearness Johnson. Tight end Evan Ingram received the non-exclusive franchise tag. He had a resurgence in his career. Uh, in Jacksonville last year, defensive lineman Adam Gotsis and Roy Ror- Robertson Harris signed contract extensions. Robertson Harris receiving a three-year, thirty million dollar deal. A cornerback Trey Herndon re-signed with the Jaguars, and safety Andrew Wingard re-signed on a three-year, nine point six million dollar contract that has a max value of thirteen point eight million, includes six million guaranteed. I don't really have a love it or a leave it necessarily, but I do no. like that they kept Evan Ingram. And I like that they, they're re-signing some defensive linemen. I think that's what they need because they've got to get after Mahomes. Uh, prior to Mahomes' injury, they were being carved yes. up and down the field. After Mahomes got hurt, they kind of settled back in. They were able to kind of go toe-to-toe. Uh, their wide receiver room is better with Calvin Ridley now being off of a you know, suspension. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, that's, that is what it is. One thing that I, I don't really have love it or leave it necessarily. One thing that I – that I did notice by letting James Robinson go, they are taking a massive gamble that Travis Etienne is going to be worth it. Yeah. And that's what they did last year. And Etienne did play well last year. I am very intrigued to see how that works out for them. But Etienne will be probably better for them as a, like as a running back and as a receiver. They're clearly the class of the division. They'll be fine. They're going to win this division going away. 
Tennessee Titans. And then we're going to do Monica's five, and we'll close the episode out. Now, as many thoughts as you had on the Chicago Bears. You have on the Tennessee Titans? Yeah. Here we go. Wide receiver Nick Westbrook-Akine, offensive tackle Andre Dillard, offensive guard Daniel Brunskill, defensive lineman Arden Key, linebacker Aziz Al-Shahir, cornerback Sean Murphy-Bunting, line, line, uh, long snapper Morgan Cox. My love it, Aziz Al-Shahir. I think that's a good pickup for them. They needed a linebacker. He was really undervalued in San Francisco. My leave it, everything else. Everything else. I think this, their offseason activity is the worst in the NFL, and I don't think it's particularly close. I think you're right. I despise this. I, they're not anywhere close to contention. They, their division is terrible, and they can't even do well in that. They're talking about getting rid of Derrick Henry. Burn it down, baby. Burn it down. Get rid of Derrick Henry. Get rid of Ryan Tannehill. Anything that can get you picks. The turning point for this franchise was when they let go of A.J. Brown. Mm-hmm. What a massive mistake. Massive mistake. Burn it all down to the ground. Start over with Malik Willis. For better or worse, he needs to be the starter. If he's good, great. Awesome. That's one less person that you have to draft. But if he's not, okay. Well, you're going to have to draft new positions pretty much everywhere. I can't stand what they're doing, and I just think they need to burn it down. And these picks don't make any sense, like with them tanking or not. Yeah. These This is not going to help them contend. Not with Ryan Tannehill, not with Malik Willis, not with Derrick Henry, or even without Derrick Henry. None of this helps. I cannot stand what the Titans are doing. I don't disagree with you. That has been the AFC and NFC South uh, dumpster fire of a division on both sides. Terrible. Um, Monica's five running backs. Running backs. Number one, Jameer Guest. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Clearly, B. John Robinson. Homer. <laughs> Clearly, B. John Robinson. I don't even think it's particularly close. Um, Actually, I'm not that big of a Jameer Gibbs fan. So. Hmm. He really didn't have the statistics I would have expected from him. No. He was touted so highly and. He's a Bama back. That's why. He couldn't do it. I Zach Charbonnet is actually my number two. I loved Zach Charbonnet. UCLA, amazing. Number three, Jameer Gibbs. Just because of what he can do on the, like, receiving and uh, and running. He's pretty fast, pretty good, got good hands. However, he has a massive weakness in pass protection, and I think that is going to be a big problem in the NFL. Tank Bigsby at number four, hmm. because that dude can run over everybody. And this... May come as a little bit of a surprise. Number five is Dwayne McBride from UAB. That guy, you cannot take him down. I've been watching UAB for a while, for a few years. And more games than not, it seems like nobody can take Dwayne McBride down. I cannot remember who they were playing, 
but I do remember watching them, watching UAB run six, seven, eight times in a row the exact same play, exact same formation, nothing changed, and they could not be stopped. They would march all the way down the field because no one can tackle Dwayne McBride. Yeah. His weakness also will be pass protection as well. So, so Jamison pointed out on the podcast, I have an affinity for running backs. Yes. Um, I would, I would almost be willing to say personally that I feel like I scout them better than any other position. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I will not tell you my top five. Uh, because the secret things belong to something. Uh, I don't want to tell my top five because my top five is something that I used to tell you Yeah. when we were co-owners, but now we are uh, co-owners in the same league but different teams. Yes. And so you're also picking, like, number two overall. Yes. And I don't want you to know where I'd like to go because I still think we have a trade we can work out. Uh, but I will say it's Bijan Robinson, Clearly. which is obvious. And Bijan Robinson has been my number one back for three years, over even the guys coming out the last three years. Now, were there any people that you think I missed? There is a guy. I, I've got his name up here. I wanted to see. He was just somebody that intrigued me. And I think it, it's Tajay Spears oh, from yeah, Tulane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, those guys are hard to know, but he's 201 pounds, five foot, 10 inches. Um, I think he could be somebody that could do very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the last one would be just simply because of name recognition by school. Uh, Kenny McIntosh mm-hmm. is a guy that he went on your list. Was he? No, Okay, he was not. Kenny McIntosh is a guy that will get a look mm-hmm. because he's a Georgia back. Just like Jameer Gibbs will probably be the second running back drafted because he's a Bama back. Two two names that are not on my list that I've seen a lot of people have pretty high. Uh, Devin A. Chain from Texas A and M. Yep. Don't really like him. I mean, he's got speed, and that's about it. He's my number one bat. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then Zach Evans from Ole Miss. Jameson will hate to hear that if I he listens to this. I'm not not really big on Zach Evans. But we'll see. I mean, hopefully he can prove me wrong. Well, that's the AFC and NFC South. Tomorrow, the West. Till then, take care.